What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday, and welcome back to the best podcast ever, Brunch with Des B. I am your host, Des, also known as Des B, and I'm so excited to have you here this Sunday for a pretty intimate conversation. Number one, if you're here and you are new, what is up? And if you're not new, welcome back. Thank you again for coming back and supporting the podcast. First things first, if you haven't already, grab a drink because this is going to be a little bit of an emotional one. I'm really hoping that it doesn't take a turn for the worst, but pregnancy hormones do pretty crazy things. And I wanted to hop on here and be pretty candid with you guys. So although I might sound pretty upbeat right now, I will say I've had a really, really hard night um, into kind of just a down day. So I wanted to take this time to get really vulnerable with you guys, have a really intimate conversation um, and chat a little bit more. So if you haven't already, please make sure that you review this podcast after you listen or even during it. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Drop me a little line if you want to. And if you're just on Spotify, please make sure that you keep sharing this podcast, share it with your friend. Um, Maybe at the end of this, someone who's struggling to and we can all kind of fucking just struggle together. So without further ado, grab your drink, guys. I'm actually really excited. I have a different drink for you all today. I know, I'm crazy. I'm actually doing the Violet drink from Starbucks with two Splenda. It's made with coconut milk. It's made with berries. I think they're blackberries. It's really good. It's been my go-to lately, so make sure you go check that out. Tag me if you try it. Um, It's really good. I usually get it in a venti low caffeine. So baby isn't going crazy in the womb. (laughs) Um, But today, like I said, I want to get a little bit emotional with you guys and talk about a topic that's actually very, very common. Um, However, is a little bit different with how I've been dealing with it. And that is just, that's body image. That's body image. That's the change in your body. But especially right now, um, I'm going to kind of focus primarily just on pregnancy and what it's kind of taught me so far. So without further ado, again, you know, if you're if you're going to be here to just be a dick and not appreciate someone else's vulnerability and count them as complaining, that's the last fucking thing I'm doing, guys, is complaining. So if you have that mentality automatically listening to this podcast, please just exit out. Um, you're not worth my download. You're not worth my listen. <laughs> I, I like, I don't have fucking energy for that right now. Um, what we need and what all women need is a, a group of support and encouragement. And I'm going to be honest, that's what I need right now. I need my fellow moms out there who have gone through it. Um, I need my fellow girls out there just to support other women. And that's what we need to kind of encompass ourselves with right now. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I do have... <laughs> Kleenex here just in case I start to cry. I think I'm going to be okay. I cried enough last night, Uh, but without further ado, let's get into it. All right, you guys. So first off, This week is episode 15 and we're in week 12. So that's kind of cool. It's been three months since I launched my podcast. A ton of week to week episodes. I think there's been a ton of valuable information. And even on the weeks that maybe my content hasn't been super valuable or groundbreaking, I still think it's just been fun to share with you guys. And I hope that you're learning a little bit about me. So let's dive into this topic, body image. First off, what is body image? 
right? Let's go ahead and define it. It's obviously the reflection of oneself in their own eyes. So it's not what you think I look like. It's what I think I look like. It's what you think you look like. Um, anyone can tell you till they're blue in the face, you look amazing, you look amazing, you look amazing. But how do you feel about you? You know, that's kind of, that's the difference when it comes down to it. And so there's kind of a difference between body image and body dysmorphic disorder, okay? So body dysmorphia is actually a, a mental illness involving obsessive focus on perceived flaws and appearances. You might try to fix it hours a day, cosmetic procedures, ex- exercise, um, excessive exercise. And a lot of times people will constantly with this disorder um, frequently examine themselves in the mirror, also known maybe as ab checking. You compare yourself to others and you avoid situations or photos. So it can obviously be on a sliding scale, right? I feel like you can have different levels of body dysmorphia. And I wouldn't necessarily say that a lot of us have an extreme body dysmorphia, but I think a lot of us just being women, we struggle with body dysmorphia. And I don't think it was as prevalent when we were maybe younger or even say five, 10 years ago. But I think once you either A, become involved in health and wellness, and you want to change your body, you start to become hyper aware of your body. I think that's where it could stem from. Or B, just what we're consumed with every day nowadays. You know, we're consumed with the best angles on social media. We're consumed with our friends on Facebook uploading their summer pictures. We're consumed with people on magazines, um, you know, posing and being airbrushed. Therefore, it's natural for us to constantly be comparing ourselves because it's all around us versus back in high school, at least for me, you know, that like seven to 10 years ago, things were just different. You didn't have all that access like you do now. We might've had magazines, but you had to like buy them to go through them. You know, nowadays you can just go on like iBooks and there's like free magazines and whatever you, you get what I'm trying to say. So do I think that we kind of all are on the sliding scale of having body dysmorphia? I would confidently say yes, in my opinion, just because of how our society is nowadays and how we live in the world. Does that mean that you have to be treated for it? No. You know, or does it mean that you need antidepressants for it? No. Maybe in some cases, absolutely. You know, I think the sliding scale goes from little to very extreme. Um, but for the most part, what I'm kind of prefacing this conversation with is the fact that we all sometimes have those days, some more than others, some less than others, where we might just look at ourselves and be like, man, I look fat. Wow. I, I don't look strong anymore. Wow. I, maybe I'm too skinny. I want to gain weight. You know, we all have different bodies. Bodies are relative to situations. All right. Let's get that clear. doesn't matter if you're super skinny, if you're super overweight, or if you're in between, you can still struggle, and that is 100% okay. So with that being said, that's kind of prefacing what we deal with nowadays as women with body image issues, right? We wake up every day, we see the newest, hottest bitch on our timeline, and we want to fucking cry because we're like, I need to diet harder. I need to do this, right? So during the past few years, I've definitely gone through my own personal bouts of 
disordered tendencies. Not that they would last a super long time, but being a competitor, and if you guys didn't know, being an IFBB pro, I had to get to a point of being very, 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 very fucking lean. Um, I mean, I was literally 9% body fat, 9% body fat. Imagine me, I'm like 150 pounds now. Imagine me at 116 pounds at five, seven and a half. You know what I mean? That's, that's crazy. Just like kind of get that image in your head to really think about where my body had to be. Competitors have it a lot harder and we do it to ourself. Um, but it is hard to bounce back from that because when you start to see your natural weight come back on after dieting, whether it be a super hard diet or not, regardless, it's just not maintainable. It's hard to see your body gain back weight, right? So post-show in, for me, 2018, I struggled a lot with my body, all right? I got fake titties, loved it, you know, kept going, kept thriving. And come 2019, I started shredding for the wedding, for my wedding in September. So at this point, I was finally comfortable with where my body was at. Like, I actually was like, okay, like, I am strong. I am I am healthy. I'm athletic, Um, But then I started dieting again for my wedding and not that it was a super extreme cut at all. Like I was doing just a lifestyle cut, but my body gets very lean kind of quick. So for my body to be at a certain point that even could be maintainable, I still had to live a certain lifestyle, right? I couldn't just go out to eat all the time or have free meals all the time, et cetera. It was still pretty rigid, but I was at the point where I at least understood After my wedding in September, we went on our honeymoon, fucked around on our honeymoon. And after I came back, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I was just hit with a lot of tragedy in my family as well as Wyatt's family. And macros, food, everything just kind of went out the window. I didn't fall off. I didn't necessarily just stop, you know, tracking food and eat like an asshole, but it wasn't normal for me. It was kind of out of the normal. So that's kind of the backstory there. Come the beginning of 2020, I got a new coach. His name is Steven from Pro Physique. And my assistant coach, Emily, has the same coach. So I started working with him. And again, we were kind of going a little bit of weight loss, but more so I just wanted accountability back. So at this point, I thought I looked worse than I did, um, as we all do, right? We look back at pictures, we're like, why did I hate myself at that time? Um, so I'll kind of talk about that in a second, but I'm just kind of giving a backstory. Come January, um, I was really feeling comfortable where I was at, honestly. Um, January to February, I was kind of like, damn, I'm lo- like, I'm feeling good. I feel good. I'm feeling good. Started the beginning of March. I was um, at my brunch with Desby weekend, my live event, and I was feeling so bloated. (laughs) Looking back at these pictures, bro, I didn't look bloated, but you get it, right? We all get it. We know how that feels. We're hyper aware of our body. Two days later, I find out I'm pregnant, right? So I already start to hyperanalyze my body. And that's kind of where it leads me to present tense and why I want to talk about how I've been struggling. And I wouldn't say I've been struggling consistently. It was just yesterday was a really fucking bad day. And I want to share that with you guys because... I mentioned this on my Instagram story, but every influencer is so fast, including myself, to upload the cute bump pictures and, 
you know, look at my body. I'm, I'm proud of it. And it's not that we're lying, but there also are days where we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so yesterday was one of those days. So once I got pregnant, my body starts changing. At first, my titties just got bigger and I still looked pretty lean and it was dope. During this time, we then also went in lockdown. So not only am I gaining weight naturally from being pregnant, which I have to do, but then all of a sudden I don't have any weights. I can't work out. I feel like I'm atrophying, like I'm losing muscle and all of these things are changing at once. So I finally recently have been getting back in the gym um, because our gyms here in Ohio are open and I did work out almost every day during quarantine. I still made sure to keep that a priority to keep myself healthy, but by no means was I under a lot of tension or stress like you would be with a barbell or or weights. (laughs) So yesterday, this is where this whole story is leading up to. Thanks for sticking around. I had to cancel my trip to Jamaica and I wanted to literally die while I was doing it. Now I have to jump through all these hoops and freaking travel claims and all this stuff. So... After that, I'm on my phone with my mom and I'm crying. I'm just upset. You know, it's a weird time to be pregnant. Um, It's a weird time for all of us, period. But it's just a different experience than most people have if you're pregnant right now, you know, Um, or especially just being pregnant like throughout quarantine. So I get off the phone with my mom and I'm on my iPad and all my pictures from the cloud are on there. So I start looking at stuff. I'm just kind of reminiscing, you know, White and I's wedding day and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden I come across a lot of my workout videos, even just from like January. And I just started to spiral and completely just self-talk to myself very negatively. And I say this and I'm kind of pausing here because even thinking about the ways that I was thinking about myself at this time, it's so sad. And it's like one of those things where you, you listen to yourself and how you're talking to yourself and you're like, this isn't nice, but you just tear yourself apart. And sometimes you might feel guilty too, because you have this physique that maybe even other people would want. You know what I mean? It's just like, me saying this right now, some of you might be like, but Des, you look literally amazing. Like I would kill to look like you. And so then you start to feel guilt. You start to feel guilt because you know you shouldn't feel that way, but you can't help feeling that way because you just feel it's foreign. You feel different. So I started feeling not just tearing myself apart and I started feeling bad, but I started to feel extremely guilty for even thinking of myself that way knowing that I shouldn't and other people would be thankful to do what I do and be pregnant and all of the above. So I'm not completely upset, um, but it's one of those things where you just are confused why you're talking to yourself that way and why you can't stop. So during this time, I started then feeling really sad and I got on my Instagram and kind of ranted about it and just how hard how hard it is being pregnant while married, while in a house 
that's brand new and you're still finding a new normal for you, right? So most of the replies, all of the replies except for one was very positive. You know, I got a lot of moms that were just encouraged me. I got a lot of people who were even saying how they were scared to how they're scared to get pregnant because they know they will react the same way. And then I just, I got one person who's a fucking fake ass account, (laughs) but they just dragged me in like a three paragraph message about how, how much I was complaining and how I obviously have deeper rooted issues, blah, blah, blah. Let me just go ahead and tell you guys who are here. And I'm sure 99.9% of you can agree with me. Having a little bit of body dysmorphia or thinking of yourself negatively time to time is not a deep-rooted mental problem. <laughs> it is so common between us women, okay? We we don't wake up every fucking day and just be like, wow, I'm the shit. It's not normal. It's not normal. And if you do, honestly, fucking good for you. But at least one day, every so often, you might have just what you would call a fucking bad day. And that's okay. By no means doesn't mean you need to shit on someone else, especially if you've never gone through it yourself, especially pregnancy. Um, But it's just been a hard night that really made me realize how I never really looked at myself the right way. And so I wanted to not only share that insight with you guys, but if you're someone out there who right now isn't pregnant, but say you've just worked your ass off for years to get where you currently are, Like, honestly, take time to be proud. Take time to give yourself grace. Take time to to not diet all the time. Give yourself love and support and talk positively to you. You to you. Be there for you. Be a hype woman for you. And I know it's easier said than done sometimes because most days can be really great. But that one bad day that you might have could just really fucking set you off and make you feel so terrible. So as last night, I kind of got done ranting on my social media. And let me just say, like any of you guys that have sent me messages, like honestly, I don't need affirmation from people to say what I'm doing is right. But to just purely have support right now in understanding is just really, really, really important and very helpful to me. Um, And that's for anyone. Like give, extend love to anyone because you never know who fucking needs it. I don't care how many followers you have or don't have. Someone who's being vulnerable just might need that extra push of you're gonna make it. And it doesn't mean that they're looking for you to say that, but to go out of your way to say that speaks volumes for also what kind of person you are. So as I was sitting there and I started to journal, just kind of discussing my feelings because I want to be able to look back in a few months or even next year and just go, wow, I'm going to look at my kid while I'm reading that and just go, you are so worth it. And why would I ever think you wouldn't be, you know? And I kind of got tears in my eyes saying that because I know it's going to happen but as I was journaling, I caught myself, I, you know, I'm writing out my feelings and I even wrote down something very personal. And I just said, sometimes I sit and I think, do I wish I wasn't pregnant? Like, am I regretful 
do I wish Wyatt and I would have been more careful? And then I'm like, no, I, <laughs> I want to be a mom. I'm, I'm excited to be a mom. I, I want to step up and I want to change for, for this baby. I need to do what I need to do. But for that split second, you know, you start to think, wait, am I, am I regretful? And I'm just not realizing it. I'm not regretful. You know, no matter what, no matter when you get pregnant or how you have to change, (laughs) you have to, there's no better way to do it. Even if I were to look back and say, okay, well, if, if I get pregnant, next time I get pregnant, I want to do this instead. The only other thing that I, I would do better than I literally have is not go through a motherfucking pandemic. <laughs> that is, that's probably been the worst thing for a lot of our mental health is just going through maybe different life trials, not just pregnancy, but also going through this pandemic. And that's something that we can't, we literally can't change. So while I was sitting there and thinking that, I then also thought that's the only thing that would change the circumstances I'm under now is not going through the pandemic. So when you think about yourself and you kind of think about where am I right now in my current physique, I want you to really kind of evaluate that. And I don't want you to hyperanalyze yourself. I don't want you to tear yourself apart right now. This isn't what this is about. It's about realizing to be grateful for where you're at right now. And I've really been trying to focus on that mentality exactly right there is being grateful for the now and truly being where your feet are. We can say it all day, up and down, you know, be where your feet are, bloom where you're planted, be thankful, whatever Instagram caption we want to make for the day. But are we really living that way? And lately, I've been really trying to. I've been really, really conscious about it. Um, For example, when we sit down on the couch sometimes, Wyatt and I will be there and he'll be like, man, I really wish that sugar was here right now. And we could just be sitting down on the couch all together as a family. And I keep telling him, I'm like, I don't. (laughs) And And it's nothing against the baby, right? It's about the fact that we need to be thankful for where we're at. You know, this specific part in my pregnancy is where we need to be grateful for it and and, and just be blessed for this certain point. You know, right now, I still have a lot of energy. I can still go to burn boot camp. I can still go running. I can still get really good workouts in at the gym. Obviously, as you get bigger and your body continues to change and so does your energy levels, I know that's going to take a hit again. So instead of wishing this time away or wishing, you know, oh, I just wish that I could just birth my kid already so I could start to, you know, diet again. Why the fuck am I going to wish away my only excuse to eat fucking hamburgers and fries every fucking day? (laughs) Not really, but this is a special time in my life where I'm really trying to be present. And I've noticed that, okay, if, if looking back at pictures currently, just right now, if that's a little triggering to me, then don't fucking do it. You know, so whatever that is for you right now, you know, think about your current circumstances. What are you currently wishing for? What are you wishing? Is it, oh, I just wish I could lose that five more pounds. I wish I could do this. Be grateful for the body that you have and that you're currently in. And again, I know you're probably listening to this and you're like, shut the fuck up. Sorry, I'm taking a drink. 
You're like, shut up. I I know that. And I, (laughs) bro, trust me, I fucking know it too. But do we always practice what we preach and what we know? No. So I'm challenging you to speak more kindly to yourself and also to just know that our bodies, as much as it's the one thing we have on earth the whole time, they're always going to be changing different priorities, different seasons of life. You know, I think of where I was three years ago when I started competing and I started dieting and I started just fucking grinding, right? I had no friends. Wyatt and I were long distance. I was living with my family. I was isolated. I had no other thing that I wanted to do besides diet because I was fucking bored. You know what I mean? I didn't have anyone else around. I didn't have fun places to go out and have drinks or do this or do that. Fast forward to now, I live in Columbus. We're all around Wyatt's family. We're around his awesome cousins that we all like to drink and have fun. Life is fucking different, right? I'm not going to throw away these memories now because of who I might have been a few years ago. So if you're in the same boat and you're kind of riding this line of letting go of your old identity and almost capturing a new one, I totally get it, you know? Right now, going forward, I have to lose my identity as officially, you know, a competitor. Not that I've called myself a competitor for the past few years, but I still live like one. I live very rigid. I should say I lived very rigid. I still counted macros meticulously. I still wanted my muscles this big or else I called myself a pussy. You know, like I have to lift this weight or else I'm not quote unquote fit. I'm at the point right now where this is a, from here on out and I'm getting choked up, bro. I have someone else to fucking take care of, dude. Now is not the fucking time to be selfish. This isn't this isn't my time anymore. And I'm sorry for choking up, but that's just it's kind of crazy to like say out loud. And I know some of you guys out there can resonate in just your own level. But especially mom-to-be, current moms, whatever, it's not about us anymore. So the past 24 and a half, 25 years of my life, I've lived for just me. And then Wyatt came in and, you know, you, you live for your husband too and you're a team. But when you have a kid and your body especially is changing for a kid and your lifestyle has to change for a kid... Bitch, it's not about you for fucking ever. I would say the age of 18, but I am 25 and my mom still fucking cares for me and takes care of me. So glad I kind of held my shit together, to be honest. But this is a time where I have to fucking change and I'm losing that old identity. And I think that's hard for me to come to terms with and to really accept. And that's okay. It's You don't have to 
accept a new you or a new season of life right away. You can be in that kind of denial stage or or think, well, it might go back to normal. It might, and, and fuck, it might, right? I, I could find a really great routine, but no matter what, it is not about me anymore. And so as much as this conversation we're having right now is about body dysmorphia and, you know, the body image, body changing, and how even if you guys aren't pregnant out there, you can still take a very strong message away from this or even learn from it going forward. You know, if you're someone who wants to be a mom, this is just what I'm learning thus far, bro. And this baby's still fucking cooking. Isn't that crazy? I'm not even there yet. I'm not even fucking halfway there yet. By the time this podcast comes out, I think I will be fucking halfway. <laughs> I will finally be 20 weeks pregnant. I believe 20, maybe 21 weeks by the time this podcast comes out. Um, but shit, dude, even now it's already different and it's not that this baby ain't even out. You know what I mean? So it's just been crazy. It's been emotional. And you guys know, you know, this podcast I'm just here to, I'm just here to have some fun. I'm here to wag my own tail. I'm here to, to share some very intimate moments with you guys that either A, don't have time to do on Instagram. B, to be honest, would get shit on on Instagram. And I don't fucking care. If you don't have the time to listen to me and really understand the background, I don't have, I don't have time for your energy. So thank you guys for who's still listening. And I'm hoping a lot of you guys are shaking your head in agreeance or just at least can understand what I'm stemming from. And and again, take something from it because it's easy for anyone to, to think about themselves kindly when it's a great day. But what are you saying to yourself when the day's not so great? You know, that's that's what I want to work on going forward and even just voicing this and talking to you guys and talking about it out loud even just helps. You know, I feel a little bit more at peace knowing that I have to learn my new identity and my new identity is going to be being a mom and I know I'll be able to find my routine and fitness and health is so important to me. Um, You know, this isn't something I don't have to be super skinny to go to the gym. Like, I just love how I feel at the gym. I love lifting weights. I feel great when I do cardio. I blah, blah, blah. It's fun to me. Therefore, I know I'm not going to fall. You know, I know I'm going to be okay. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can say that to me too. You know, Des, you're going to bounce back. It's going to be great. And it is going to be great. But it's still going to be a prog- a process. And I'm still going to have to work for the progress. And I know that even then, I need to learn how to speak to myself better and not be so body focused. I personally am an Enneagram type three. And if you guys know the Enneagram, um, you know, type one through nine, you know and understand maybe a little bit more about yourself. I'm not a huge one for like the, the you know, woohoo tests and like kind of woo woo stuff. But the Enneagram, it to me is a very, very, very reliable personality test. And um, being a type three, I am 
and I'll say it to anyone, I am very body conscious. You know, I like to look good. I like to take care of myself. And as a woman, I feel like we can all fucking be like, yeah, me too. You know, like it's pretty normal. But for a type three, it is a little bit excessive. Um, we, we are very, very body conscious and um, can sometimes result in exactly what I do, right? Loving health and fitness, loving exercise. I love fucking Botox. I'm not obsessed. Like I'm, I'm good if I can't get them, but I love cosmetic stuff, right? I've gotten my titties done. Um, I can't say I'd really ever literally get anything else done. I just love my Botox, but that's what a type three can do. So by me knowing myself and knowing how I respond to change physically, I need to be more aware of my personality traits, right? And give myself a little grace. So knowing that after I have the baby, I'm going to go right back into wanting to better myself and my body, I need to make sure that I pump the brakes back and I'm being very honest with myself of why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I okay? Do I feel okay? Mental health check-in with myself. How, how do I need to proceed forward? Am I exercising too much? Am I taking care of myself enough? Am I giving myself a day off? You know, et cetera. It's important to do those check-ins with yourself. Even if you think it sounds dumb, you're like, bro, I fucking know where my own mind is. I'm not stupid. I'm not saying you are. But a lot of times we can just shun a lot of things deep, deep, deep down into our mind where we don't think about them or we don't want to realize them. So, whew, this has been a fucking loaded episode. Um, I'm sorry I'm kind of jumping around. I've told you guys many times before, I don't keep notes. I just fucking talk from my heart. Um, so if it's kind of bouncy sometimes, stick with it. I feel like I do a good job keeping a timeline <laughs> naturally. Um, but if for some reason you guys truly feel, um, and again, not in a rude way, but if you just truly feel like, hey, Des, maybe having an outline could help you <laughs> or like um, that was crazy. Have a fucking outline next time. I swear to God, please leave me feedback like in my in my DMs or my email <laughs> because I think I do a good job. But if for real, if I for real really don't like, please tell me. <laughs> so overall, you know, what do I want to get? What do I want you to get out of this episode? Number one, realize that we're all fucking human bro, I'm so human. I'm, I'm human. (laughs) Number two, if you're pregnant and going through the same thing, it's valid. Even if you're not pregnant yet, but you're still going through like kind of a, a body dysmorphia thing, body dysmorphia thing, it's still valid. Um, and I'm not complaining about pregnancy. I'm so grateful to be pregnant. I know there are people out there that would give their left tit to get pregnant. And I am so grateful to be, but again, that doesn't diminish the challenges that pregnancy brings, no matter what, even being fertile or infertile, if you go through pregnancy, like it is still a lot and you are allowed to have bad days without being called a complainer. And if you guys want to be mad at me for saying that, and I, I don't really know why. I hope you're not. Um, but again, we are all entitled to feeling however we need to feel to feel it out. And that's okay. So then lastly, number three, I hope you got from this. 
that it's okay to struggle. We're all on a spectrum of having a little bit of body dysmorphia. And even if you feel like you don't, like you're really happy with where your body is, make sure you're assessing your surrounding environment. Okay, just just be aware. I'm not saying you're wrong, bitch. If you're feeling yourself right now, feel the fuck out of yourself. But make sure you're aware of how are you eating? What are your eating habits? How are you feeling? How are you exercising? Are you over sex over exercise? Are you over sexercising? Interesting. Um, are you over exercising? Are you over fasting? You know, are you fasting too long? Are you not eating a lot? Just make sure that you're aware of your other environment because it all ties in together to your overall mental health. So last but not least, I feel like I always say last but not least, but it's okay to not be okay some days. And just know that we're all allowed to have really shitty, bad days. And then we're allowed to let that go and have a great day the next day. It doesn't mean you're fucking fake. It doesn't mean you're just complaining one night and that you're okay. It doesn't mean you're bipolar, okay? It's okay to just have a fucking weird-ass night and wake up and go, you know what? I'm going to have a great day today. And that is okay. Do not be ashamed of that. So thank you guys again for listening. If you listened through all the way, I know it was maybe a little bit jumpy, but I just... I felt really called to share this morning as I know I'm not the only one who has gone through it, especially after all the DMs I received. I really wanted to kind of elaborate on it. So if you guys haven't already, make sure that you follow me on Instagram so you can get all of these fucking emotional baby chronicles um, Instagram stories. You can find me on my personal at just Des Piper underscore, underscore, underscore. My normal page, Des B as in boy, three underscores. Um, it's all in the description links as well, but I just really wanted to share these things with you guys today. So review the podcast. If you felt this in your soul, leave a little comment. Um, if you're on Apple podcasts, I'd appreciate that. If not, you're on Spotify, share it to your Instagram. Um, if you guys could, you know, share this post, I mean, share, like share this podcast in a post on your Facebook or send it to your friend who might be pregnant too, or send it to your friend who's just maybe battling a little bit of body dysmorphia too, or we're all coming out of this quarantine and maybe it wasn't the best way we could have attacked a quarantine. How the fuck would we know how to do that? But we might just all be in a weird mental phase of not recognizing our own bodies right now. And that's okay. New identities coming forward I'm really excited for upcoming episodes, guys. I'm going to be coming at you every week. Same thing, every Sunday. Make sure that you continue to share this podcast to support me. And again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for allowing me a safe space to chat about things like this. And continue to reach out if you guys have certain topic requests or even just want to drop a line and just say, hey, like, listen to the podcast. Here's how I feel. Um, You can email me as well. So, Thank you guys again. I hope you have a great day. Have a banging Sunday. Even with the little emotional podcast we just had, we're going to all have a great fucking day today. Speak it, say it, and do it. Love you guys, and I'll see you next week.